Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. Hi, friends. It's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. I have to admit the topic for today has been on my mind for a while, but I've really dragged my feet on recording this episode because it's kind of heavy and it feels heavy to me because it's close to my heart. So talking about it makes me feel a little bit vulnerable, but I think it's important and I think that I think you guys are all going to relate to this. All right. So this summer I have had four college students that have reached out to me this summer. These are, for the most part, children of women that I know, and their mothers have kind of connected with my messaging and thought that it might be appropriate for their child. But it's surprising because I don't work with this age group. So since I have started this business in this private practice in the last two years. This summer is the first time that I've had 19 and 20 year olds that I've worked with, and it's been four of them. So that seems like a lot. What they've all had in common was really, really poor body image and to varying degrees, disordered eating or really unhelpful eating. So I've helped each one in different ways as I thought was appropriate. And even one, I referred to an eating disorders facility. This has really broken my heart because they're all tremendous women thriving on the outside, traditionally being successful at school and socially and all of that. But on the inside, they're hurting. Their self-images and their self-esteem is less than ideal. And their perception of food is very, very skewed. They have a ton of questions about good foods, bad foods, feeling guilt about what they're eating, the confusion about what to feed themselves and food in general. And I believe it's primarily because these wonderful, beautiful young women are bombarded with images on social media feeds, pictures from peers and celebrities touting cures for bloating or weight loss on the social media. And it's heartbreaking. (laughs) And I will even say that in the past year, I've overheard my daughter's friends say certain things 
or, or specifically ask me certain questions that really raise a red flag for me. I really do my best to factually discredit some of the beliefs that these, these girls are picking up from watching all the TikTok videos, but I am only one voice in a sea of what is probably many, many opposing voices. This is why I think it is more important than ever as women, as mothers, to get a handle on our relationships with food so that we can role model a fantastic relationship with food to our daughters and to future generations. Here are some really concrete ways I think we can start with, but I think in general, it's an area to reflect on for ourselves and just kind of picture, how can I do better? How can I do one step better for myself, but also for the people around me that see me? All right, so number one, never ever comment on someone's body, even if it's meant as a compliment. Recently, my mom was just talking to me even, and made a comment to me about my daughter's changing figure. It was complimentary. It was nice. It was coming from a nice place. But I adamantly told my mom that she can never make comments like that, that she should keep them to herself, keep them in her head. And I explained why. I explained how the messaging out there is really not healthy for our daughters and that. Any emphasis that she is putting on appearance and the body, I think is not helpful right now. And in fact, this conversation with my mom was when she encouraged me to talk about this subject on the podcast because she saw how passionate I was about it and how really <laughs> infuriating it makes me because we, I don't want this next generation to suffer more from us, more than us. My goal is to help future generations become more and more at peace with their relationship with food and their bodies and their self-esteem. All right, number two, don't talk about weight loss or the current diet you're thinking about. We don't want to normalize dieting for these young girls and these teens. We don't want them to think our weight or a number on the scale has so much value and importance that it kind of overrides enjoying food. So never talk about weight loss or dieting. There are countless, so a lot of people that I work with actually on a one-on-one -on -one basis describe how they remember their own mothers constantly dieting when they were children themselves. So these youngsters have eyes, they have ears, they see what we're doing. And we don't want to send them into a state where they think food has to be a struggle or that they also need to be worried about what that number on a scale looks like. And so avoiding the dieting or talking about dieting altogether. All right. This one's on the positive side. The first two tips were a little negative, the don't do's. Now let's talk about do do's. Okay, so include a wide variety of foods in your diet. 
you are the ultimate role model. These girls see what we are doing. They pick up on our habits that we have. Having a variety of foods means including foods from all the food groups, and then also eating a wide range of options within each food group. This also includes um, having what you might normally consider desserts or treats and enjoying them without guilt or saying, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. Accepting that a variety means that you don't have to label foods as good or bad or naughty or with any other label. Food does not have virtue, so we don't have to label it that way. All right, the last do for you. When you hear others talk about diets, whether it's your sister, your sister-in-law, an aunt, a family member, a friend, when you hear them talking about food in a negative way, reframe the comment or turn it into something positive. Be kind toward them. We don't want to overly judge or, or make them feel terrible about something that they've said, but reframe the words, put a positive spin on it, take a different perspective than what they're saying, and be kind and consistent. So those four things are good places to start. And we must start if you haven't already, because our daughters are listening. Not only are they exposed to that tons of messaging out there that isn't helpful, and from what I'm witnessing, it's becoming obvious that it's quite harmful. We owe it to them for us to be our best role model we can be to try to combat those messages so that our daughters and future generations don't struggle with food. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.